0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, Nerdy Acts. Welcome to another totally diverse episode of the Nerdy Acts podcast. I am in our virtual studio here with Prophet Alpha, and our special guest, David Cepho, hasn't been on the podcast for a while. Welcome back, sir.
1: Yeah, man, Thanks
0: for coming back. Hey, so, so I uh, did a short intro because I really just want to jump in here, and I know I don't have you guys for too long tonight. So um, I... Uh, I guess let me set it up for the audience real quick because um, they might not have been following the conversation on Facebook. Um, big big news, I guess, recently in the comic book world was Wonder Woman coming out or, or being confirmed, I guess. She hasn't really come out, but she's been confirmed as being bisexual. And it kind of met with mixed reactions. Most people were just kind of, eh, we kind of figured. Uh, but there was kind of a small subset of the community that were... Maybe shocked is too strong of a word, but just maybe a little taken aback because she's had relationships with Bruce Wayne and this and that. And we won't get into all the details because we're going to talk about it here in a second. But um, that prompted a conversation between David and myself and some of our, the other members on our Facebook page about diversity and, and what diversity looks like and, and uh, you know what sensitivity looks like and what inclusion looks like. So we just wanted to kind of do an episode where we maybe do a little roundtable.
1: And and when were you guys having this discussion on Facebook? Was this something that I missed on Nerdem recently?
0: It was on Nerdem. It was a couple of days ago. I want to say maybe a week ago. It maybe was when, about, yeah, maybe about a week ago. Yeah, it okay. was it was the same day that they made the Wonder Woman announcement.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I think maybe I chimed in maybe one or two remarks on that. Mm, mm. Yeah. Okay, um, I remember that. I,
0: I mean I guess that's a good starting point of uh, I mean my feeling initially was that this was kind of a cash grab. Um, not having read the issue yet, of course, it kind of felt like DC jumping in on this wave of inclusion and diversity and this kind of using it as a buzzword type of thing that, that, that some other comic book companies are doing. Um, I, I don't know. And, and David, I got the feeling you didn't feel like that. So I guess that's a good starting point of maybe talking about why that struck us so differently.
1: Well, I mean, just just opinion if you just really kind of just if you've read wonder woman and you know her basic history about where she comes from and how would you not like if you kind of are aware now of everything like why would you not come to the conclusion that maybe she did like women because she was on a planet I mean on an island full of nothing but women you know what I mean so of course they're gonna become socially active like that way i mean that was you know i mean i I just think now knowing what we know now it just makes more common sense i mean that that was probably a natural thing for them and just dc confirming it just means that we've probably come along society now that it 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 can be put out there officially you know Mm -hmm. and not have any serious repercussions or or better.
2: Yeah, um, I'm kind of along the same way. Um, I forget who said the comment, but I mean, someone just put like, you know, Wonder Woman is a grown woman. Um, like Adrian said, born and raised on an island full of women. Do we think that at her age she's had like, you know, no sexual experience at all mm-hmm. until... You know for her first, she's like, you know, I think that's like, Trevor. Guys, yeah, yeah, she's like,
1: you, you guys <laughs> she thought she was just, <laughs> and,
2: you, know, she, you know, no, she probably did. Ha- I guarantee you that, she, you know, someone at that age definitely, upload, you know, encounters ex- and experiences, and um, I mean, it makes sense, and obviously, and they're like, well, why didn't they mention it? Why didn't they bring it up? Like, well, you know, in a society dominated by women. Where it's exclusively women, why would it be a big deal? Like that would be their norm. That would be their cultural norm.
0: You know, that's, that's something else that kind of—I don't—I don't want to say bothers, but that's something that always uh, is a is a point of interest for me in terms of I I, I think I think labeling homosexuality and bisexuality. With the that with that kind of sexual I, I really feel like we should call it Like maybe homoamory or something like that or, or come up with another name for it Because I think once you put That sexuality into it I think that's what kind of throws people for a loop Because people are so tied up on the sex aspect of it But it's like maybe it was just romantic Relationships or, or why does it mm. You know what I mean why do we have to be so focused on the, the sexual part of it When it could just be hey she's in a relationship With somebody I mean when heterosexual people are in a relationship, it's not 24-7 just sex, 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 you know? It's just a relationship. Yeah, that's um, for
1: damn sure. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't I – I feel like when we talk about hetero and homosexual uh, – heterosexuality and homosexuality, there's a difference in the focus. When we talk about a homosexual relationship, it's it's always this – we get so focused on the fact that it's two people of the same gender that are – you know, in a intimate relationship with each other, but we don't focus on the actual relationship part of that. So I don't Mm -hmm. know, that just kind of triggered that for me. And, and, um, I can't remember exactly what you said, David, but you kind of brought something up on the forum as well that, that triggered another thought for me. And that's where all this kind of stemmed from of, um, people want to see people that feel the same things that they feel, uh, in comic books. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, maybe if you can just elaborate a little. And, and the reason I'm kind of stuttering and stumbling through it is I'm I'm trying to be as sensitive as possible. Uh, um, okay. Well, and because I'm trying to make sure well, that I understand. I mean, be, I mean, oh, be, be ahead, honest.
2: Yeah, be be, on, be honest and sincere in your questions. And then, like, if I mean, you know, I mean, you 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 can't understand something without asking questions. So I mean about that because I feel like your questions are coming from a genuine place of like curiosity and a willing to learn. Mm. Um, Don't worry about that. But um I I mean like okay so as a bisexual man myself, um I'm currently in a same sex relationship. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um uh you know I mean growing up uh, when, you know, as soon as I began to realize certain things about myself, I'm like, oh, man, this is, you know, you know, you struggle. You know any person who is not completely heterosexual, um, you know, goes through a period of struggle with it um, and seeing, you know comic book characters, especially being the big comic book nerd that I was, um, seeing certain comic book characters who were so open about it and, um, you know, their, their sexuality, you know, never defined them, but it was an aspect of who they were. I mean, if you look at Marvel Comics, uh North Star had been gay for ages North Star, yeah. for a long time, yeah. He had been just I mean, he was openly gay. I mean, even his I mean dude, his costume was a bit gay, let's be <laughs> real. Um I mean so actually
1: I liked the uh North Star and his sister's uh, fi- uh what was his sister's Aurora. name? Uh, Aurora. Aurora. Yeah. Aurora. They're they're matching uh black and white Canadian outfits. Yeah, that was actually a really
2: that was cool a pretty nice outfit. It, was, it, it was cool, but like dudes, like, cause I mean his team would always rag on him for his hair like they'd always talk about the, Like they're like you know how do you know Northstar is gay and all he would do is flip his hair uh-huh. you know so uh, I mean but you know just seeing like uh, you know uh, and what is it in the is it the Young Avengers Wiccan and um, Hulkling
1: yes you
2: yeah, know um, and uh, even just uh, you know, different characters I'm like you know it, it just even if it was only while I was reading that comic book it put me at ease with myself You know or at least with the aspect that i was struggling with myself Mm. um and i mean it was it was something i could relate to it was something that made me comfortable made me feel better about myself and um you know i mean i i I feel like as far as just just to stick to the topic like with this wonder woman thing he hadn't made an announcement and had just put it on a on the panel it, it would have been better. It, it yes, would have
0: yes, been yes, yes. better.
2: I don't think it would have been anywhere near as much. I mean, some people still would have been like, whoa, what's going on? And then all the writers would have had to have done is just be like, hey, grown woman. I live yeah. full of women. What do you think? Yeah. And we all would have been like, oh, you know what? They're right. They're right. Yeah. Um, And honestly, I I think that would have been a million times more effective. There would have been nowhere near the amount of controversy. But at the same time, I mean, we still have
1: this discussion going, which is
2: also important to have as well.
1: Well, I mean, is there really been a controversy? I mean, we always, you know, say that there are people. I mean, people are always going to have like different opinions about certain things like that. But I don't know was there a really big controversy among the comics i mean i i don't, I don't know if i read the ultra negative things about it or or maybe i just wasn't looking or or delving deep into see what people were saying about it but uh for me it it doesn't doesn't really it, it, and maybe because it, it, it's Wonder Woman, and I kind of think that women are always kind of naturally going to be a little bit more uh, attracted to each other, uh, I thought that it was probably more of a controversy for me, and, and not for Iceman when when they made Iceman gay, they retconned him to be gay. Mm. I thought that I thought that was a little bit uh, okay. Well, maybe you guys are taking these characters because bobby was always known as this you know playboy or you know womanizing teenager or and and even in all the movies or if you've read x-men comic books you know that bobby was always the uh the cute guy that all the young mutants always either were attracted to and, Mm. and he's been with every other female uh mutant you know what i mean and now they come to him as gay, but I don't know if they if if you guys aren't reading the X-Men now, but there's two There's actually the. The original um, Iceman and then there's the young Iceman that was mm-hmm. brought back in time. And so the original Iceman, I don't think he's gay, but the young Iceman is. So it's very confusing. Are, are you guys up on that yet? Yes, I am. And.
2: Go ahead, David. He... Well, I was just going to say, because I, I have read that and um, I'm pretty sure the older one still is. It's just that, like...
1: He never came out because he, he was feared. Yeah, right? He,
2: ne- he never came out. For, for first, it was a little bit of, like, a fear thing. But yeah. then he said that, like, I think... What does he say? Like, basically, um, kept throwing himself into the next thing, whether it was the next mission or the next team. Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he just kind of like gave himself the space to like explore a a successful relationship.
1: But My thing is, is, is he, or did he, is he not gay because of that? Because he never, because I remember reading it and he was saying how much he admired Iceman because he came out. Mm -hmm. Right. And he was such a coward for not doing it. He didn't, I I, I think he was kind of on whether he, was already uh, basically well cooked as a heterosexual. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know how 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 else to put it.
0: <laughs> no, but <laughs> well I, I get what you mean. And and it, it raises an interesting question as well because they've already said a couple of times that once they send the young X Men or when and if they send the young X Men back in time, that Professor X is going to wipe their minds so they forget all the time that they spent. Uh, which at this point has been quite a while. I feel like they've aged. Dude, they've been around
1: for at least <laughs> at least seven years now. Yeah, Uh
0: I don't know and, how, how that translates into comic book time, but it's been quite a while.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm talking about even in comic books. Oh, really? At least five or six years. They've been. I've been reading the new X-Men when Bendis brought back uh, brought them back.
0: Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to go. Has, so. it been, has it been that long? I thought it was only like I a think year it's been too. about
1: five years because that's when. uh He brought them back when when Cyclops was really – Losing his mind. Losing his mind.
0: Yeah, that's right. He brought them back at the end of AVX because after AVX was – No, he brought
1: them back before AVX, wasn't it?
0: No, no. It was after AVX because uh, AVX happened and then there was the new mutant Genesis that happened. And then um, Beast brought them back to try and talk to – Cyclops, Cyclops, and like remind him of what the X Men used to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so AVX was what 2012, right? Yes, or, or, or it might have been 2013. I can't remember.
0: Well, whatever it was, we're getting, getting kind of lost in the weeds here. But yeah. um, whatever it was, they've been around for for a while. So it raises yeah. an interesting question: of Are they just going to kind of hand wave away? The, they're going <laughs> to are they going to wave away the gay when uh, when ICE, mm-hmm. the young Iceman goes back in <laughs> that's, time? That's, um so I, I i don't know that's that's interesting um but the question i was trying to get to earlier david is for for you um does does it matter does, does, does i i know like for us we you know when when you mentioned earlier the like a show like luke cage comes out and mm. i have never been so jazzed to sit down and watch a show that that um you know Theo on a previous podcast said it was unapologetically black. Uh, yeah. Oh, it <laughs> is. I haven't, I haven't
1: finished it, but from what I've seen, yes, absolutely. yes,
0: it is. It does not. It, it, I,
1: think it, I think it's. I think it's their best one. I I actually like Luke Cage the best out of all of them. Oh, Even, I still, still got to go with Daredevil season one. Um, well, well, let me let me let me track it a little bit. I, I like Daredevil season one just as equally as I like Luke Cage. Okay. All right. But I feel okay. that I feel that Luke Cage's the the acting in Luke Cage was way better. Well, I, I feel you like they refined that. the
0: formula a little bit. They they know they know about the you know shooting an entire series at once. They know how that goes. They know what it looks like. The actors know what they're in for. I think with Daredevil it was a it was a superhero property. It was it was new. It was different. Um, and they still managed to put on some of the most compelling television that I've seen in a long
1: time. So, um, but anyway. But I agree with David because David also said that he felt that season two of Daredevil wasn't that as good as season one, right? I would say, yeah, season two of Daredevil
0: wasn't as good as season one of Luke Cage. Yeah. Um, And you would expect. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. um, But but what I was going to say is, you know, it is when we talk when we use that word representation right we want to see people that talk and think and look and and behave like us on screen because there is a little bit of validation there um yeah. for this wonder woman thing i mean does that do you get that same feeling does it matter i guess is is my question um well
2: to to give it a very one sentence answer representation will always matter yeah
1: um Mm -hmm.
2: what i what i'm glad that they gave it to hardcore mainstream character um wonder woman has always been a central figure to the justice league and now with her own solo movie coming out i mean the news of her being by is going to it's, it's going to explode is it's, you
1: know, this is a little girl action.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like it's, it's, it's huge. I mean, for a lot of the people who are struggling with it and I feel particularly for women, you know, for, for, you know, queer, bisexual, gay women. um, This is going to be huge. You know, I mean, a a mainstream media figure who is iconic in the world of superheroes Mm for lack of a better term like them
1: yeah Um, well i'm gonna speak from my age point of view but i can remember like when i was like seven eight nine you know in my really young young years when watching tv if there was just like a special guest star that was black on the brady bunch you know black people would (laughs) <laughs> you know, gather in front of the TV just to see, you know, mm-hmm. I guy on television being represented amongst all these white people, you know, when... Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you really think back into the 70s and maybe uh, up into the Cosby show, you know, there was <laughs> no fucking diversity in what we watched. I mean, you think about TJ Hooker, you think about Matt Houston, you think about... uh the fall guy. You think about all those shows that were really popular uh, back in the seventies and early eighties. There were no black people in those shows. It was all white people. Yeah,
0: yeah. or or I mean, you might have like a, like a Sidney Poitier or something like that. But that's on that's on the yeah, screen. Yeah. That's
1: on the big screen in in TV. I'm, yeah, there was. I mean, Magnum had his partner, which was, I mean, that was probably one of the most diverse ones yet. Yeah. But I mean. I mean, even when Miami Vice came out, I mean Rico Tubbs represented a whole different genre of of, of black cool for me. You know what I mean? Because mm. I wasn't used to seeing somebody being represented on a primetime television that wasn't a thug, but was a cop and who was, you know, had a nice fashion sense and. You know, you know, Philip Michael Thomas, he was like my hero. You know, I actually wanted to be like a private detective because I used to watch Miami Vice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that meant a lot for me. You know. Uh, and I can even say that even reading comic books, you know, uh, other what what in the 80s, I can't even remember a, a really popular black Hero. I mean, Black Panther is more popular now than he ever was. You That's, know what I mean?
0: You know, that actually triggers a question for me is, is, does it feel like, because I feel like all of a sudden diversity is a thing, right? We're getting Luke Cage. We're getting Black Panther. We're getting, um, you know, this, this Wonder Woman thing. We're getting um, even in some of the smaller books, like Angela had a, a trans character. Um, DC is reviving uh, Midnighter and Apollo, who are a openly gay couple. Uh, with a kid, I think even. Um, yeah, I bought that issue today. Something about this whole, uh, I, I don't, I mean, like, kind of like you said, David, representation is always important. It always matters, obviously. And any, any push forward is a good push, but I i don't know if it's genuine, I guess. And I, I don't know if it yeah. matters. No, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying.
2: And honestly, the best way to prevent just a flood of, diversity for the sake of diversity as opposed to actual progress um honestly is just to give Well, first of all i think these i think they'd be a lot more successful if they were done with new characters um you know give us you know give us brand new heroes change the lineup of of a team Mm -hmm. and have that you know have that new squad member be you know in an openly gay relationship Mm -hmm. or you know have them be a trans person you know whichever um i mean Quite honestly, I, when I think of progress and diversity, the two most successful—you know—the three most successful characters who is diverse people are uh, Batwonder Kane, um, Camilla as Miss Marvel, and Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, I mean these, oh, are, yeah, these are these yeah. are
2: brand new characters who are given you know their own backstory, their own set of characteristics, mm-hmm. um, given you know good writing. Good storylines, and you know, like I said, I mean, look at them—they're now successful characters uh, who carry their own titles.
0: But but are they and, though? Because I feel like I feel like that's kind of talking. It's kind of having your cake and eating it too. Because we say, well, we want a new character, but Miss Marvel was an existing character with Carol Danvers. Spider-Man was an existing character in Peter cool. Parker, and
1: dozens of other and now incarnations. Re, now you got Re R- 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 Williams being uh, Ironheart, Ironheart taking over yeah. the man's iron man i mean all the new new generation of marvel heroes are are completely diverse yeah Yeah, but but,
2: but here's the thing though like these they're picking up mantles as opposed to like i said they're picking up mantles as opposed to like taking over you know and all when they had the the um the asian guy become like just the new hulk as Oh yeah,
0: two. Amadeus like, Cho,
1: I
2: think. His yeah, name is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, like, okay, you know, give us, you know, an Asian superhero, you know, time into the Hulk, whatever. But all they did was just call the Hulk, and you know, at, at least like with, um, you know, Kamala Khan becoming Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers was Captain Marvel, I believe, at that time. Yeah, she,
0: yeah, yeah, she so was already yeah.
2: Captain Marvel. Um, you know, with Spider Man, I mean, you've got what, well, you know, Spider Woman and you know you've got a couple other ones but i mean this has written so successfully that you mm. can call him miles morales and everyone will know who you're talking about That yeah. is no.
0: that is true At that's a really point. good point
2: and um <clears throat> you know cassandra kane you know for those who do um are into big into batman and in dc you know you drop the name cassandra kane most people will know who you're talking mm. about
0: I feel like so, I, I might I might toss Silk on that list also at this point
1: maybe I, I don't know I just don't think she's that popular uh, uh, nobody talks about Silk everybody talks about uh, Gwen Spider Gwen yeah she's, mm-hmm. she stole all the Silk's thunder dude.
0: which is weird because I don't think of Spider Gwen as a diverse character but she totally is uh, <laughs> but I just think of her as like, maybe it's because the character of Gwen Stacy is so familiar. Uh, but she is; she's a female mm-hmm. Spider-Man leading a book, and, and that is, I mean, that's huge for a lot of people. Um, so I don't, I don't know why I've got that little mental block there. But mm-hmm. yeah. I, th- I think also
2: the fact that like Gwen Stacy was such has been such an iconic tragic character for mm-hmm. so long. I mean, like you bring up Gwen Stacy, and the first people think is like the first that Peter Parker truly failed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. that entire event like shattered him as a person and as a hero. And now she's back in, in a position of of power. You know, she's a very capable um, superhero with her own instincts and everything else like that. So I mean, it's almost like a complete. Flip.
1: I, I don't I don't read it because I think it's just overkill for that character. I I really. I really don't like the concept of Spider Gwen at all. I think, uh,
2: yeah, but I mean, I feel like like I, I feel like it's at least easy to to see why it would succeed with some people. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, like whether or not we agree with it, like there's there's at least a validity uh, to its success. Actually, you know what? See, that's that's so that's my fear. I think when when I was getting into that conversation about Wonder Woman, and we were getting really kind of deep and heavy in the comments. I kind of had to take a step back and and um, just remind myself, yeah, this book is not for me, really. You know, I, I think I see a lot of that too, where people like um, it, I started noticing it when Sam Wilson took over as Captain America, and people were kind of saying like, well, uh, you know, this is this is an outrage and blah blah blah, and, and there was it's a well lot. It, it's it's really well written.
1: Um, I like even, Sam Wilson, Captain America more than I'm liking Steve Rogers right now. Even oh, Axis same, was, uh, same. was really um, cause, cause they're going to take, uh, to do this, take back the shield thing. And it's pretty exciting. Hmm.
0: Is he yeah. still, uh, is he still a Hydra agent? I'm, I'm reading DC right now. Actually, I'm catching up on court of owls. Believe Who, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. He's been
1: brainwashed. Oh, he, he's brainwashed. been brainwashed to think he was always a Hydra, uh, personnel. Uh, okay. So they'll, they'll get rid of that in eight to eight to eight, eight to
0: 12 months. Um, but, yeah, I noticed there was a very visceral reaction to Sam Wilson taking over. And and my thought then is kind of the same as I had to 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 think about for myself was like, hey, maybe the book's not for you. You know, maybe they're not writing it for you. Maybe they're writing for somebody else. Yeah. And They've, and I think,
2: I think that throws a lot of people off because and, and particularly I will say this, particularly men, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and what I would say, you know, like let's let's kind of call a spade a spade in a male dominated society um a male dominated uh you know media as far as comics go yeah um you know and as in a a male dominated genre science fiction um you know this i mean this is something that like from its inception has been geared towards us Mm. and and for you know for way down the line for someone to go all right well we're gonna take this and by the way like this story and this new character is or at least this new aspect of this character is not for you this is not geared towards you that isn't and what i think a lot of people need to be careful of and and i think this is where a lot of people kind of get turned off by anything that they feel isn't for them just because something is not geared or created for you does not mean you cannot enjoy it
0: uh, absolutely mm-hmm. look at i mean look at saga that is what I, like saga yeah. is a story about two parents <sighs> On uh, two different planets, like there's, there's so many things where we accept it because it's a, a, a trope of the genre. Like, for some reason, we can accept robots and aliens and people living on different planets and magic and, uh, you know, all these fantastical events and superheroes. But as soon as it comes down to, oh, well, now now Captain America is a black guy, it's like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? That is so unbelievable. Like, that would never happen. Like, (laughs) it's like like you can get past all of this stuff as long as the face that it's being presented is a strapping, good looking white
1: man. They had retconned that the original prototype or test subject for Captain America, the the soldier, so, super soldier serum, was a black guy. As a matter of fact, it's Luke Cage's great-great-grandfather oh, wow. who retconned as the prototype for the Captain America super soldier serum. So they've always kind of, I mean, years ago they kind of dropped the seed saying, you know, Captain America can be anybody, you know. um uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, I, 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 like I said, I personally like, uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America and the way that they're writing it is they're writing it basically almost like, uh, you know, how, uh, you get these extreme people who, who hate on Obama, you know what I mean? Well, they, they kind of do these like little, when you read it, there's like these little fake little Twitter pages that Sam Wilson actually goes back and forth with, uh, with people on this little Marvel Twitter page on when you're reading it, and they're just like, he disrespects the flag and he's just doing you know, it's just really realistic and so like um real time that I have to rank Sam Wilson, Captain America kind of book over the Steve Rogers one, only because it's dealing with more of a uh of a, uh, of a realistic tone where Captain America is still kind of with Steve Rogers Captain America is, is still kind of on the superhero-y Hydra agent Red Skull thing Sam Wilson is dealing with immigration, racism you know, hatred for him having the shield, you know what I mean? So it's it's just really really uh, a, a great read um, Yeah
2: Yeah, Uh, like, but yeah. So with all that, honestly, and I mean, I'm glad that you bring up that like the writing for Sam Wilson is is good writing and things like that because ultimately, I think diversity is a good thing as long as it comes from like a genuine place. Mm -hmm. I think a long time ago I mentioned on this podcast that, you know, when Storm was first brought in to the X Men, I mean, this was, who was proudly African. You know, I mean, as African yeah. as they came, mm. and I mean, look at her. I mean, they gave. I mean, they gave her, you know, a strong personality, um, great stories, you know, to work with. I mean, fantastic characterization, and I mean, she's now amongst the most iconic characters of, I'd say, the entire Marvel
1: universe. It, it's weird. I, because... I, I I have to I, I have to disagree. I don't think Storm is as popular now as she was uh, in the '80s when she had the Mohawk.
0: I, I want to say her, she peaked in like the nineties. No, was... I, I
1: think when she lost her powers and she had the Mohawk and she was the punk rock girl, mm. she, she was super dope. But now I, I, after she married T'Challa and got divorced and I, I, I know she's still powerful and she's the leader of the extraordinary X-Men, mm-hmm. but they've really, I think Marvel, I don't know if it's a thing with Fox or whatever, but they've diminished storm a lot.
0: I feel. Like um, I, I I don't popular, think that though.
1: there's I any.
0: Uh, I think the movies did I that know. possibly.
1: Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Yeah, especially the that, last that, one. The issue, I don't yeah. think we did storm justice in the last one. No, not at,
2: at all.
0: all.
1: Well,
2: um, they they, they haven't they haven't done the women justice in those movies. Well, that, the only the reason game.
0: the only reason I say that is because I play the game Marvel Heroes, and mm-hmm. in the Storms one of my favorite heroes on there, and there's a lot of conversation about her in the books, uh, on the forums. If you go there, she still has a fan base for sure. Uh Um, and that's a very anecdotal story, but like her Black Panther. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to mention too, is, is, uh, before we wrap here, I know we've only got like five minutes, but, um, you mentioned, uh, storm being like very African. It seems like from the start, it's always been kind of okay for like Black Panther and, and storm. And, and as long as you're not an American person of color,
1: then yeah. it's okay for there you to be. There is a difference. I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah,
0: I, I, you know, I see that too. Actually, i would never even thought about that. Or, or it seems like um, in, in the film world, like uh, you know Chibatell, Egeo, it's okay for him to be very black because he's British. He's not American. He's not one of those mm. blacks. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, that that's when I talk about that genuine feeling of like okay is this just diversity to get more dollars in the can or is this diversity to actually include people that's what makes me nervous too because there is that difference in in perspective because um, why couldn't we just have cyborg get his own book or why couldn't we have you know some of the other already existing heroes get their own book why do we have to make all these changes with uh, you know like Black Panther and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where yeah. he's going with why, that. Why, why, do they,
2: why, do, why do they have to be um, characters of color from so far
0: off as opposed to, you know, a, a person of color right next to right? Yeah. The, why Why the exotic, why does it have to be the exoticism rather than you just... That's, that's, that's a whole other thing. I think that's worth exploring. <laughs>
2: no. no, seriously, I think that's a very good point.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. So I know, David, you got a heart out here because you got an engagement after this, but the, I feel like we... Maybe I should have come with some more kind of cohesive points, but I definitely think this. Was I think a great we've got a
1: good too, well, a starting point. Oh, that um, was a good conversation. It was very quick and to the point. Um, what is the most uh, diverse show that you could think of on television right now? And I can't say Game of Thrones because there's fucking no diversity in that one. Probably
0: Atlanta. <laughs> I've got to say, it's no Atlanta's Atlanta. all black.
1: It's a black show.
0: Uh, but in terms of diversity, I feel like it's definitely a a Donald Glover show. So there is that kind of there's that urban feeling to it, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the 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 makeup of the cast and the show itself, um, I think that's probably one of the most diverse shows out there. Um, Luke Cage is definitely not diverse if we're using wow. the word the way that it's meant to be used, because um, mm-hmm. it's non it's non diverse in the other way. It's pretty much all folks of color. And then there's like one or two white people, I think. Um, so I'd have to go with Atlanta, I think.
1: So I, I, when I'm thinking of diverse, I'm thinking about who is, who is represented. Okay. Do they have a, a black man and a black woman with a significant role? Do they have a gay character? Do they have an Asian? Do they have, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of one that actually does encompass that. Um,
0: David, do you have one? Um, Let's
2: see. I was trying. To I would say Grey's Anatomy,
1: but they they're so old. Because Grey's Anatomy has has a really diverse class. I, They've usually I mean, had a fairly diverse yeah. cast. Yeah. Maybe, you
0: know. And there's other. Uh, I maybe modern. I, I don't watch this show, so I, I don't want to. I didn't want to commit. There's to no it.
1: black people on Modern Family. There, there no are no black, black people on Modern Family. Which
2: you know what? Actually, I will say. Um, for the most part, one thing that's been really diverse, even as far as uh, like. Same-sex attraction has been, um, and this is probably the, its most diverse season, is um, American Horror Story.
0: Yeah, you're uh, right. You're right. That's a good point. American I Horror. I have Story to agree with you. Extremely diverse.
1: Point. It's I, the most diverse show that. I, yep. Now that you think about, now that I think about it, and I recollect, it's the most diverse show that's on television. Yeah. And I think they I purposely. And I think they purposely have done it that way too.
0: Even mm-hmm. I think right, even from the first season, because there was like yes. a romance between uh, there was like an interracial romance right from the first season i think or there was an implied one or something there was
2: there were there were hints of it yeah there were Mm -hmm.
0: hints of it um
2: just as as an interesting little tidbit the one of the co-creators of that show is gay
0: oh yeah murphy's gay
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: I'm right on, that. Guys. Oh, Well, uh, we are at our time limit here. Sorry to keep you a little bit past David, but I definitely appreciate you jumping on, uh, doing yeah, a special guesting there. Um, I definitely want to continue this conversation when we have more time and maybe flesh it mm. out a little bit because I feel like this is, I feel like this is good. It's important both, both for myself, um, a little selfishly, and then for the audience as well to maybe um, interact <laughs> with us in the comments and kind of let us know what they think. Uh, but so, to,
1: to throw back on the last podcast, did
0: you finish Luke Cage? Not yet. I'm two episodes away. I am two episodes away, and I am dying to get to those two episodes because it's so good. That Um, was,
1: you know, that was a big, big twist for me when, uh, oh boy, uh, got taken out.
0: Yes, uh, I did. That That was a shocker. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm only only like halfway in. Okay,
0: all right. No spoilers. No spoilers. No, I'm
1: not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving away any spoilers. But that was. Oh no, I know.
0: Yeah, we we will. We'll uh, you, me, and Theo will have to do it. an episode next week once i finish it because we there is a lot to talk about i was surprised by a couple things on there but um did
1: you see the iron fist uh trailer that i, I put on i did on,
0: uh, i did, oh, did. So what
1: do you guys think I, I'm,
0: cautiously I, I'm cautiously optimistic i'm cautiously optimistic i wanted to say excited but
1: i don't, I I don't loved, know i loved i love the way that they showed his fists like the power yeah punching, punching through steel doors you I'm, know what i mean
0: I'm jazzed I thought for was- uh, I'm jazzed for Defenders. Now that I've seen most of Luke Cage, uh, I'm really excited for Defenders. I just wanted to kind of get through Iron Fist so we can see Defenders, uh, and then they announced Sigourney Weaver. So I'm I'll, I'll watch anything with Sigourney Weaver. I don't care who she is or what character yeah, she's playing. Absolutely. I'm in. Yeah. And so, all right, well, Nerdy XL, right, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. Mm-hmm. Definitely appreciate you guys being on board and, and uh, interacting with us in the comments. I'm starting to see more and more of those pop up, so we love you guys for that. Um, as always, we're supported by Silk Cal Comics. Uh, you can find them at www.southerncaliforniacomics down in San Diego. They do online orders, so let them know we sent you. Uh, I don't know that you'll get much of a discount, but uh, at least they'll know that you're listening to the podcast. So uh, <laughs> as always, thank you guys for joining us. We love you guys. And we will see you on the next Nerdy X podcast. Genius, witty, Voltron, head out
2: of deep contemplation. Wrote this in the juice in deep concentration with no hesitation. The roof we got to erasing. We out this world super rare who want a battle catcher. In a race turn my snap back to the back. In my backpack, comic books and cards stacking Now rocking with
0: the Nerdy X.